Hello, and welcome to episode 149 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Okay, Good Sandy, up. I've got a really great story for you. Okay, tell me. So, tell me, tell me. <laughs> so uh, Steph and I went for a nice, you know, long winter hike on the weekend, mm-hmm. and we've been... You know, we've been we've we've done it a few times and every time it's a little bit different the route is never quite the same and we always sort of have a general plan to get into the park where there are like some paths up and down the hills and there's some flat areas and there's you know there's a a little hill where there's some skiing and you know so we always try to get into the park somehow so we can do a little bit of you know light hiking and then we end up out of the park and we wander back to where wherever it is that we started and but getting into the park each time is a little bit different and so every time we get there and we find an entrance into where the trails are we're at a different place at a different part And so the trails never look exactly the same because we're never quite in the same place. But also, every time we go on this little, like, walking adventure, it seems that a few days prior it has snowed. And so it also looks different because the the paths are filled with snow and sometimes it seems like it's been cleared and sometimes it hasn't. And, you know, so you never really know. Anyway, this 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 last time that we just went we get to this new spot a new place to enter the trail and we are on top of a cliff like <laughs> like i mean it's not as tall as the escarpment like the niagara escarpment that you know that we're yeah. familiar with but but i mean it's a pretty good height like the the cliff is pretty high and there doesn't seem to be a clear trail down the cliff anywhere. Like it seems like we're pretty much on the edge of something. And so we can see down below that there's this huge wide open field, of course, all covered with snow, but people are cross country skiing. And like, and so we're like, we want to get there because that's going to be a nice place to wander around. But like, how do we get from where we are, which was very high up to where we want to go, which was very low way, down, way <laughs> down there. <laughs> and, and so we sort of trudged back and forth along the edge of this cliff for a little while, like looking for a, pl- a place. And so finally, Steph finds a path that does look like a few people have walked along this path. Like it does look a little, a little trodden. But like, Sandy, this path is quite steep. It is completely snow covered and it is right on the edge. Like if you were to slip toward the right, you were going down. And so, and so she's like, Oh, I found the, like, I found the trail. I found the trail. And she starts heading down (laughs) (laughs) and I'm standing there at the top thinking, this is nuts. Like, like I can't, 
go down there. Like if I, if my foot slips even the tiniest little bit, like I am plunging to my death and she's like <laughs> trudging down the hill. Like it's nothing. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, I don't think I can do this. I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to do this? And so I'm looking at the path, like the trail that is right on the edge of the cliff that she is like barreling down. And I'm looking at like the cliff and and like if I were to slip where would I end up and it's not pretty <laughs> and then I'm looking to the left and I'm looking to see okay are there tree branches and trunks like along the way that I can hang on to like <laughs> yeah and, and the answer is some but not enough you know yeah. so, but now like I've taken a fair amount of time to consider all of these things and she is quite a ways down like she has yeah. made it quite far like there is no way and with it being quite slippery because everything is snow covered there's no way that she could climb back up to me you know yeah. like she wouldn't be able to do that and and so I have no option but to follow mm -hmm. her down and I, like, I just don't see this going well for me, you know? And so I'm like, okay, all right. And I'm like, and I'm a little anxious about heights, so that doesn't help. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And so you know what I did? I Cut sat down. I sat down on my butt. <laughs> yep, sure did. And I put my heels out in front of me, slid down a little bit, moved my heels forward. <laughs> Good for bit, you. And I just bummed my way down that whole stretch. <laughs> and so, and so at one point she turned around to like look to see like where was I, and she sees me and and I think maybe she thought that I'd fallen. And I was like, I'm okay. I just sat right down. <laughs> just thought this was the safest way. Anyway got myself down to like a place where we weren't quite on the edge anymore, got back up and like continued to walk. And that was fine. It was super great. Made it down like maybe two thirds of the way. And then we had one more like steep section to go down. But by this point, we weren't on the edge of anything. Like we were yeah. close to the bottom, but it was quite steep. And I, and I said, I think I'm just going to sit and slide down this area, <laughs> like this section, because I don't like, I'd rather sit and slide down than slip down. Right. And fall. Yeah. And so she was like, yeah, she's like bum bogganing. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so we both just sat and you know, to toboggined ourselves down on Ugh. our bike. Oh my uh, goodness. But it was great. It was great. We just we had we <laughs> that was that was an adventure. It was super fun. Um you know, then there was there was some snow angel making down at the bottom of the hill. So that uh -huh. happened. But then so then we continue the walk. So now we're walking along and now we're on an area where it's clear that vehicles have driven along like along this path but they haven't really plowed it because there are tire tracks through the path but like quite quite deep tire tracks so we're like walking in the tire track but it's like yeah. inverted balance beam you know like yeah. you have to 
walk as if you're on a balance beam, but you're actually a foot below the snow rather than on top of it, which was challenging, more challenging than it sounds. And so here we are like doing this, but then we hear a vehicle behind us. So we're like, oh no, shoot, we got to get out of the way. So we like climb ourselves over to the side and it's a city of city of Toronto parks guy is driving in his pickup truck so he drives by and he stops to where we are and and i don't even remember what he said he he said something like you know be safe out there or something and we were like oh yeah no problem and he like and then i don't know what happened but then he laughed at us he was because <laughs> we're like in the middle of no like we have to keep going to get to get anywhere we're in the middle of nowhere and uh anyway so then off he drove like it was sort of like a you know those crazy broads that kind of a lot <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> but uh but yeah anyway we oh, ended up God. we ended up going 18 kilometers oh my god oh. and okay what park are you in well, we started at Gwendolyn Park, if that means anything no. to you. Where is I it? Have, no. No idea. You know me. I, I have no idea. Well, you had to get in your car and drive somewhere? <laughs> well, I had to, we started at Steph's place and then we like went from okay. there. Yeah. So, so I don't really know where we were. Okay. We were, oh, you know what? I kind of know. We were west of Young Street and south yeah. of the 401. Okay. But that's all I know. Huh. That's all I can tell you. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea where, like, I know where we start. I don't yeah. really how we get where we're going. I have no idea where we are when we're out. And then at, there's a certain point that we get to on our way back that I'm like, oh, and now I know where we are and we can, you know, finish. But okay. okay. Well, that must, so, so you obviously, really trust Steph because that situation would really stress you out. You don't know where you are. You don't know where you're going. You're just trusting somebody else has got it. Yeah. It's very similar to when I would go on training runs with you and Phil. Yeah. I have no idea where we're going. I, I don't know how far we're going. I don't know how long <laughs> this is going to take us, but I do trust. I always trusted the two of you that you would get us back to where we started and so it's okay. it's the same with step she always has an idea of where we're going and yeah. i'm like okay i will i will follow you okay okay now those are like those are nice hikes that's great yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a good it's a good jaunt that's for sure for sure it sounds like fun yeah like yeah fun yeah oh my yeah, goodness I'm and excited. you wear snow pants so I, Steph was wearing snow pants. I was not. I was wearing lined tights. Okay. Um, but that was, that worked really well for me. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what? It's like, so it's been, it's been snowy, but we've had a couple of days that have been warm. Like it was, it was warm enough when we were walking that I, I was, I felt overdressed. Like I had, I had four layers on and I was sweating. Yeah. 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 Oh. Wow. Yeah, super good, fun. Good times. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. Good times. It's, it's funny because you kind of, I don't know. I find that with certain things and the snow is, is a great example with certain things. Like we spend so much time 
focusing on the frustrating part of it or the mm. messy part of it or the uh, the the part of it that slows us down or whatever it might be that right. sometimes we forget that it can also be quite fun and so yeah. I feel like snow is a good example of that because you know I'm you know you have to shovel it you have to clear it off your car it's causing a problem like for traffic I mean, it you know it's dangerous to drive in like it's all these things but when you can just sort of get out and play in the snow a little bit like we had a really fun like especially yeah. sliding down the little hill like it was really it was really fun yeah I think you're right I think it's about when you have the time to you're dressed appropriately absolutely and, like it's the whole mindset of just embracing what it absolutely. is rather and, than to try and be you know not wanting to get wet, not wanting to be cold, not wanting to, you know, all, all of these things, which, well, which and, we do and preoccupy th- ourselves with. And I think, like you said, the time is a big, is a big difference. Like interacting with the snow when you have to get to work is a very different scenario than yeah. interacting with the snow because you're out on like a winter adventure, right? you know? So, I mean, it's yeah. no wonder, right? But, but it was, it was a good reminder to be like, oh, yeah, I really do like the snow. Like, it is really fun yeah. to be out in the snow. This is good. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good for you guys. I know you've been you've been on a few hikes, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And each one we're... seems to be a little longer. It, they have gotten they have gotten a little bit longer each time. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I don't think that happened on purpose. I think it just no. has happened. Uh organically or maybe accidentally but you know that is what it is (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. that's fun good for you good for you oh my goodness what else is going on we did have an interesting converse like we had a couple of interesting conversations at the ww workshop that happened a couple of weeks ago that you weren't at and so i wanted to bring that topic up and talk to you about it to see sort of what your take was oh perfect okay okay the topic of the workshop was really about being kind to yourself Mm -hmm. but in a in a very specific way so because if you looked at the weekly technique that was in your app it wasn't really anything about self-compassion or kindness, even though that was the topic. The technique that was in the app was, you know, sort of more about like making an action plan. Like it was like something doesn't go quite the way that you want it to go. And so make a plan for the next time or make a plan to carry on or whatever it was. And so, but when I got the write-up from WW, it was like, be kind to yourself, um, have a, you know, positive way of thinking. And it was like all these other, it was such a disconnected group of statements that I was like, I don't even really know what to do with this. Mm -hmm. But then when I 
so I thought I'm just going to Google like self-compassion real quickly and see what comes up. And there was an article that came up that I hadn't seen before that I thought this is exactly what we need to talk about. And, and so the question that I posed to people at the workshop, and I, so I'm going to ask this to you right now, the question okay. that I posed to people at the workshop was first, what does it mean when you say, like, be kind to yourself? What do you really mean? Or what are you really talking about? And then the second question was, can you ever be too kind to yourself? Mm. So why don't we start with that? Why don't we start with what does it like when you say, I need to be kind to myself? What are you really talking about? Mm. I think that what for me, I'm thinking that you know i have to be remind it's like this isn't as big a deal as you're making it out to be you just need to calm down you need to um realize that no one is perfect mm -hmm. and just carry on from there like mm -hmm. so to me that's my like being kind to myself it's like not trying to overthink things and to really just put it like into perspective about how does this really impact anything? Is it something that I really need to be worried about? Or is it something that I can say, okay, well, you know, this is, this happened and we're just going to carry on and move on from it, which I yeah. think that I've got to the point that I'm pretty good with good that. not everything, but different, different things. So, because when you're talking about kindness, it's not just about food or, you know, missing a workout or mm -hmm. something like that. There's also mm -hmm. all of those other things that lead us to those other behaviors that sometimes do involve food. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so then the yeah. follow, so then the follow-up question would be, can you ever be too kind to yourself? Oh my gosh. Yes. Because kindness can also be an excuse. Okay. Like, it's like, I'm so kind to myself because, oh my gosh, you really tried so hard. You were doing your very best, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then you continue to make the same, you're kind to yourself many times for the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was exactly what I was thinking about when I was thinking about how exactly what exactly are we supposed to be getting out of this topic of conversation? And that was where I, that is exactly what I was thinking too, because right. I think, yes, we have to be kind to ourselves and we have to, you know, we have to catch ourselves in negative thought patterns and we have to be optimistic and positive and, and encouraging and supportive of ourselves. But I agree if the way that we are being quote unquote kind to ourselves is by saying, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You tried your best and then do the same thing over and over again and just keep saying, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry. Like, like that's not getting you anywhere. And so it's like yeah. you said, like, you know, is it kindness or is it an excuse? Yeah. And so, yeah. And so what happened at the workshop was, that was really interesting was when I said, you know, can you be too kind to yourself? A whole slew of people said exactly what you just said. Like, yes, yes, yes. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then one person said, 
never. You can never be too kind to yourself. And and I was like, okay, like tell me more about that because I actually think that that's true. I don't think you can be too kind to yourself. Okay. Because what I think is that when you do those things, like what you're saying, and you're making excuses for yourself or for your yeah. actions, I think it's it's you're not actually being kind to yourself. You're maybe right. you're telling yourself oh this is me being kind to myself but you're not actually being kind yeah right if it's not Mm -hmm. if it's not something that is supportive and it's not something that is helpful and that is useful and that is something that you need then it's not actually kindness it's sort of like the guys like it's it's like it's well it's an excuse in disguise is exactly what it is and so I think we agree (laughs) about like what is helpful and what is not helpful right and so yeah when I was reading this one article it said you know that that to be compassionate with yourself or to be kind to yourself requires an action and so Mm -hmm. you can't just say oh, it's okay, that's being kind to myself. No, no, no. You can say, oh, it's okay, but now follow up, follow it up with something else. Right. Right? And there needs to be mm-hmm. that next thing, right? Like, yeah. what, so can I learn something from this in order to move forward? Okay, that's doing something. Can I make a plan for the next time? That's doing something. Can I say, okay, I'm here at this moment, but what's my next step forward? That's doing yeah. something, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that in order to truly be kind, you need that, that action step. And I thought, okay, yeah. like I've, I've never seen that or heard that exactly in that way. And that yeah. made so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I, it, 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 it does, it changes it. Right. It does. Yeah. That's because. Cause I was thinking too, like how many times do we think like, oh, like I feel, I don't know, like I'm, I'm having such a bad day or I've had such a busy, I've, I've been so busy or I've been so stressed out or whatever. And so then it's like, mm, what could I do to be kind to myself? Like I could, you know eat an entire package of something or or like a entire bag of something or you know stop for takeout or whatever and like I mean you could do those things that's totally fine and if you feel good about doing those things that's great but but if if doing those things is actually going to make you feel even worse then where's the kindness you know yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. No. And, and what, what is, what is kind about eating a bag of cookies? Yeah. Nothing. No, I can see like picking up dinner. I can yeah. see that's a stretch. I can see that because I you're can giving too. yourself a break from not having the additional stress of going home and yep. making dinner that you are yep. treating. It's a more of a, a treating yourself or an exception. Yeah. It's when it's an everyday thing that that's the excuse. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. I've been really busy today and I don't have time. I'm just going to pick something up. Yeah. 
right? That's more of a, which is fine. That's more of a habit that you've built a habit. I mean, yes, yes. And I guess that's the thing, like, and it's fine if that's what you're doing, or it's not fine if that's what you're doing sure. one way or the other, yeah. but in, it's not, a, it's not a way of being kind. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, it was, like uh, it. yeah, it was a really good, it was a really good conversation at the workshop and a really good, like, even for me, I found it a really uh, helpful way to think about yeah. the way that we treat ourselves, right? And mm -hmm. and that, you know, if you really want to do something good for yourself and, and you know, and, and kindness, I think kindness is more than just being nice, right? It, it also... Yeah. It also is caring, right? So, you know, if I want to care for myself, then I have to do something that is going to be good for myself, for my for my body, for my uh, mental state, you know, whatever it might be. And so, yeah, like, yeah, eating eating a dozen donuts is not that thing, <laughs> you no. know. And 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 so, I mean, and I think because you've been um in your newsletters you have been putting or your weekly emails and newsletters so i'm calling them yeah. <laughs> like you're printing them off um <laughs> you've been putting what the def like definitions in there like because i think that's also like we we have we hear we hear a word we hear a term and we think that we know oh this is what it means but when you actually like go and look it up in the dictionary so kindness is like the quality, it's a quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Ah. Yeah. So, so like being generous and considerate with yourself. Yeah. That, it, when you say it like that, it means something very specific, doesn't it? It does. It's not just, it's because kindness is like fluffy. It's like a feeling yeah. really, right? It's, it was, it was interesting because I, I asked those questions at both of my workshops and yeah. in the second workshop, there was a member who said like, when, when I asked, you know, what does this mean to you? She said, well, it doesn't really mean anything. It's like, she's like, it's like when people say, how are you? I'm fine. She's like, it's just something people yeah. say. And, yes. and, and I think that's true, right? Like there are certain things that, just get said so often that they lose their meaning right yeah. right mm -hmm. and i think you know be kind to yourself is one of those little platitudes yes yeah 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 it's like a catch-all for yeah. a bunch of different yeah. Yeah. things and it means something different to different yeah. people and it, and it often means nothing because it's just said as a as a, as a thing to say to, to finish a conversation almost, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. like I have nothing, I have nothing better to say. And so I'm just going to say, be kind to yourself, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> that's right. It just wraps it all up. It's like right. a bow. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it feels like. So yeah. 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 No, I like it. No, that's what else have I missed? I haven't, so I haven't been to one of your workshops in like three weeks, I think, but I did go to Kelly's. I think two Fridays. Okay. A different dynamic. I like, I, I mean, I missed, I, I do miss the Saturday morning because, you know, as there's some characters and, and such, it's always fun. It's always fun. Yeah. It's, it never ceases to amaze me how different the work, like a workshop is from 
mm. coach to coach, but even from like group to group, right? Like everyone, right. the coaches do different things and approach like, and have a different dynamic and approach topics different ways and mm -hmm. say different things. But the group of people that are in the workshop also really alters the way that the workshop flows as well. Yeah. Like it, you know, so you can, you can do and say the exact same thing. Well, maybe that's it. Like, cause I just said you can do and say the exact same thing and it's going to be different, but, but that's, that's not even true because I don't do and say the exact same thing. Like I do yeah. one workshop at nine 30 and another at noon and there are certain things that I say that are the same because I know like I've set out in my head, I need to make sure I say this, this is my main point, but all of the other stuff is very, <laughs> all of the other stuff is very different. Well, like, it is because you have, you're, you, you feed it off of, or continue off of other people's conversations mm -hmm. and their, whatever they've added, which is, which is, I mean, you know, which is always fun. I mean, when you talk about different coaches, I mean, it's a different approach because they've all had a different journey themselves. So. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've got a couple of books on the go. Anyways, the book will have to wait because, you know, you're just going to start it. Now I'm going to listen to the audio version because I've started yeah. reading it, reading it, yeah. which will take me forever. And you'll have it done in like two days. So <laughs> a little I don't bit know. I don't know. I'm feeling like at the end of every month, it gets a little bit, there's a bit of a crush for reading because of all the book clubs that I'm in, all the due dates for the books are all in the last week. And, so, and I don't like to read them too soon because then by the time we have book club, I forget what I've read. So I save them until, t but then all of a sudden it's like, I have all these books that I have to get done and there's deadlines, but it's, but it's good. Yeah. Like you're stressed because you haven't finished your book club book. Not really, I mean, not, not really yeah. stressed and not really complaining. Not really. No, not at all. No. Okay. Not so I made chili recently uh -huh. yeah. and I was feeling so proud of myself because <laughs> I was like channeling my inner Sandy and not following a recipe at all and oh. just like throwing things in as I felt like it needed. So I was okay. like, I chopped up an onion and had that sauteing through mm -hmm. the ground beef in to brown that up. And then yep. I thought, need some more veggies in there, chopped up a couple of green peppers, threw that in. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, give you, give me some diced tomatoes. And then I was like, hmm, need some beans, kidney beans saw some black beans in the cupboard thought throw those in. like I literally was just whatever I had in the fridge and in the cupboard I love it. Went into the pot it was it was a very exciting time for me <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I was taken back to uh to my to the semester that I lived in France and my like long, long time friend and I, we were in France studying at the same time. And we lived in, it was called La Fondation Marjolaine. And it was like a, um, almost like a dormitory for girls. But so you had to be a student mm -hmm. and you, but you, and you had to be female, but you 
like the people living there were from all different places and they were not even all going to the same school necessarily like and some of the girls were French but from different parts of the country so not from Paris but then they were studying in Paris but like the and everyone had their own room so you had your own bedroom but you shared a bathroom with another person so the girl that I shared a bathroom with was from Romania okay and she was I don't know studying something and and I was studying French and you know and so it was yeah this sort of like a dormitory but you so you lived in your own little room and you had a little mini fridge in your room but there was a shared kitchen space and so it was almost like this giant almost like a a little bit like a cafeteria because there were all sorts of tables and chairs but along along two walls were sink counter stove sink counter stove sink counter oh. stove. and so there were six like food prep and cooking areas yeah. and so you would bring your like dishes and pots and pans and whatever from your room oh. and whatever food you had you mm -hmm. would bring it down to the to the kitchen area and you could prepare your food there and we were really encouraged to interact with the other people who who lived in the building in that like shared space um not something that i necessarily did a lot of but uh but my friend and i would meet down there all the time to prepare things for like to prepare meals and eat together and then um you know either go to class or go to whatever evening activity we were doing or whatever and one of the things that we made it was like a routine every sunday we would make a big pot of chili and okay. we would get fresh bread from the bake from the boulangerie we would get fresh baguette and and we would make this big pot of chili and it was similar to what i did on the weekend where it was just like we just bought a bunch of stuff tomatoes and and celery and peppers and onion we just chopped everything up and threw it all in a pot and and every uh -huh. week it turned out a little bit different but it didn't really matter because it was always yeah. delicious and and so when i was doing that the other day throwing all this stuff in the pot i was like oh my goodness it's like i'm back in france just making chili you know <laughs> as, as you do on a sunday afternoon but it was really fun yeah no i i like to do like for me, it's like all those little bits and stuff that whatever I've got, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can, I'll throw this in, throw that in. Yeah. Especially, I mean, like, because we were going away, that's what I had done on Thursday when I made like a, you know, crustless quiche with stuff in it, just because that's what I had left in the crisper. So we didn't have to, you know, throw anything in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not always so creative when it comes to that stuff. Like, I often yeah. don't think of how I can throw things together like I look mm. at different things and I'm not really yeah I, I don't I don't see ingredients and immediately think oh I could put these things together mm. in this you know whereas a chili I definitely could yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but but a crustless quiche is a great idea because it would just be like scrambled egg and 
yeah I had whatever I, else you've got exactly. right I had some onion I had some cheese I had I had cottage cheese so I put that in I had some regular cheese and I grated a little piece up put that in I think there was there was onion in it broccoli delish yeah I had a can of artichokes I almost put those in but then I thought I don't actually need it right so I'm gonna do artichoke I'll do it on its own I think yeah yeah. Well, and if it's something that's in a can, it doesn't have to be used up, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then when I went to make the two ingredient dough buns, I, and it, I don't even know why I moved something. And I'm like, oh, I forgot I bought that donut pan. Uh, pan. And so I was like, oh, I've seen people are using that. So I made like, you know, one cup and like, I don't use quite one cup of yogurt. And then a little dash of salt. And I was mixed it up and then I rolled it out put a little bit of wash. I got six out of it and they were so good and super easy. And then they were really nicely shaped because they were in like the donut mold, right? Yeah. And I put the everything but the bagel um, seasoning, seasoning on top. Yeah. And then I, and then for breakfast the next day, so I had one of those at, that night with my quiche and salad. And then the next morning I had one of those toasted I made and Phil had an English muffin. He had one left. And um, avocado toast <laughs> with an Delicious. egg on top. Delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Squeezed a little bit of fresh lime in that when I was mashing the avocado with the salt. Perfecto. Sounds good. Okay. So a chili, you can throw anything in and it kind of works. Yeah. A quiche, you can throw anything in and it kind of works. What uh -huh. other things can you do with all those odds and ends in a fridge? Salad, so lots of salad, salad, like a absolutely. quinoa salad, a couscous salad. You know, sometimes I'll do that and then add some beans in with it too. And then I end up getting like a lot because you want to have other things that are the base rather than just the greens or the, the salad stuff, you know, in there. When I was a kid, it was pretty it was pretty much understood that if we'd had a couple of meals that were like specific meals that had a meat and a or and a like a protein and a carbohydrate and a vegetable like that if we'd had a couple of those that yeah. you knew coming up pretty soon was going to yeah. be a casserole yes yeah <laughs> but i don't know if i ever have made a casserole myself Hmm. I have done things, especially if I've got like some sort of a potato. So once in a while, if we're doing like a potato on the barbecue, if I've got like three sweet potatoes left and we're just going to have one each, then I'll actually have Phil do the other one and then use that as like a mash for something or yeah. cut that up in my salad or whatever. Yeah. But different types of meat oh I had ham I also had some ham left that's why it went into that quiche too. oh that makes sense that's a good yeah that's a good it was place it was only it. a little piece of ham but I'd thrown it in the freezer and then I took it out and had that in it leftover beef then I'll make the a little bit of a stir fry or the Philly cheese sandwich mm -hmm, so good yeah a stir fry is a stir fry is a good another good example of something where you can throw a little bit of a whole bunch of things together and it works. Mm -hmm. It's it good does. to have those kind, like those things sort of in the back of your mind, right? Because. Yeah. 
I think that what gets what gets me sometimes stuck is thinking like just to put all of those things together. Sometimes you need to have some sort of a dressing or something with it, like a sauce or or something like that. So if it's like a stir fry, that's okay because you can just take some soy sauce and you know some hoisin sauce or something and mm. and you know you know flavor it up. You, I mean, I'm not. I don't like hot sauce, but I mean, I know you do, and a lot of people love, do. So that the hot is, sauce, yeah, something that can be used. Um, uh, meatloaf, I will often put whatever I've got left in it too. Or I'll make meatballs or I'll make some sort of like a, like hamburger patties. And you'll put like random yeah. odds and ends. Like what sort of thing would you put in a hamburger patty? Oh, I could put peppers in it. Okay. Mush mushrooms for sure. Yeah. Especially because it'll, especially if I've mixed, sometimes I mix beef and the ground turkey together. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, and so you know how, like, you don't want either of them to be too dry, so the mushroom always gives you a lot of moisture, moisture in there, right? I've added beans sometimes in it. If I've had a little bit of black beans, I might throw that in also. Oh, see, these are things that I don't think of to do. Yeah, that... carrots, shredded carrot in there. In a meatloaf a lot. I actually love, well, because I like hot sauce. So I would do yeah. like a buffalo, a buffalo chicken meatloaf or a buffalo turkey meatloaf that it would yeah. be like ground, ground poultry. And then I often will put grated carrot in that. Yeah. Grated carrot, some chopped celery, chopped yeah. onion, some hot sauce, mm -hmm. some oatmeal to sort of bind it together. Bind it. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But once again, like something like that, it wouldn't dawn on me to do that with leftover bits of things that I have in the fridge. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it would be something that I would be like, okay, this is what I'm making. Do I have the ingredients, you know, or I need to get the ingredients. Whereas yeah. I'm not as good at, I've got yeah. a little bit of this and I've got a little bit of this and like, let's throw it all together, you know? So, but then what do you do with your bits and bobs? Do, do they sometimes end up going in the garbage because you haven't used them and then they've... I'm trying to think what happens with my... So, okay. So one of the things that happens is with certain things, I won't end up with little bits because, mm -hmm. for example, if I chop up if I chop up some pepper and the recipe that I'm making calls for a half cup, but when I chop it up, I've got a cup and a half, I just throw it all in. <laughs> Yeah, but doesn't so, that sometimes bugger things up? Because I find that if I go too far off, if I'm using a recipe, yeah. then either there's not enough sauce or, like, things get thrown off sometimes. Yeah, if the consistency's some, not right. Yeah, it sometimes does throw things off. Okay. <laughs> it sometimes does. It sometimes does. But I don't end up, but I don't end up with the little bits that are left over. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I, but I think if I, if I felt more confident about using the little bits up, maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I, mean, I just I mean, don't like having little bits. Well, and I don't think you eat uh, a, a, like a, a, a green salad every day for no, supper. I don't, I don't yeah. Eat and so we do. Day. So I, that's, that's the other thing. And I often will have that for lunch. And so my lunch will often be 
like it's a clown around. I that's yeah. why I have these clown and people. Be, I, I and then I'll post it and someone be like, "What's the recipe?" And I'm like, "Well, it was whatever I had left. It had a little <laughs> bit of this and a little bit of that." There's, there is no recipe here. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but but today's bowl had you know this 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 and this and that. Yeah. So I I often have like I'll chop up all the peppers and everything if if it's for a recipe. But whatever's left, I'll put into a plastic container and it goes in the fridge. And then I'll use that because for salad. your especially yeah. for your lunches through the week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or and, and then when it comes to a weekend, I'll like look and see, and know that because we usually go out on Saturday, but Sunday. So if we have salmon, then I salmon's easy to pair anything with. It could be a potato. It could be just like a a salad with some beans and all that kind of stuff. So I try to empty it all out before monday when i go shopping i do go because sh- I, I do i go shopping twice a week mm-hmm. but i don't buy a lot of stuff either like yeah. a like it's not like a regular shop or whatever yeah well because just because i i have the time one yeah and then i i don't need to think that far ahead because i do think about okay you know today's monday so what am i having monday night tuesday night wednesday night thursday i'll get thursday friday's always pizza Saturdays out, Sunday is salmon Sunday. So I've only got five days to worry about. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's helpful when you've got a system like that. Yeah. Today we're having chicken and veggie kebabs. On the barbecue? Yep. And then I'll always make sure that there's leftover. So then that will be on my in my salad tomorrow or my lunch. Yeah. yeah. Some people, I mean, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but some people are very anti-leftover, but I just don't understand. I just don't understand that. I love a leftover. So do I. I purposefully cook more so I will have them. Yeah, I know. I know. Same. Same. Yeah. (laughs) Because... Because then you only have to cook it once and you get to enjoy it more than once. And mm-hmm. some stuff is better. Lasagna next better day, after. Right? Because I think anything with a pasta sauce is, is better. Because it's got time to really sit and yeah. get the flavors to meld. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. But lasagna itself, I mean, now I've, I've learned over, you know, over the time that the lasagna needs to come out of the oven and then it really needs to sit. Mm-hmm. before you cut it because if you cut it then it's just a disaster but it but if later it'll actually you know stay in its shape and it does need some time to i haven't made a lasagna in a long time now i want lasagna there's a skinny taste recipe for lasagna that's good that, that doesn't have pasta but it has strips of zucchini instead of the pasta yeah and it's labor intensive yeah but it is very very delicious it's so good but it's but it's a lot of work because you have to you have to slice the zucchini first super thinly and Mm. then you have to salt the you salt the zucchini and then you pat it down to get rid of the moisture and then you grill the zucchini and then you pat it down to get more of the moisture oh my goodness then you layer the lasagna and cook the lasagna Okay. Right? Because it's all about sucking as much moisture out of yeah. the, the zucchini before you bake it as possible mm-hmm. so that the so that the lasagna itself is not too um, liquidy. Yeah. And but that's a problem here because really I tasty. The, the zucchini we have here is that really light Italian zucchini, the bigger mm-hmm. ones. And it's Super, really seedy. Very. So it, I can't do anything. No. I've no. tried to like... No. 
that's not spiralize it and it's it's a disaster yeah so it's it's disappointing so um but i could use um eggplant that's going to be the same phil's not a fan i love it i don't i don't like eggplant oh avocado eggplant what else honey what else <laughs> i mean name it there are a few things but pickles pickle but pickles aren't my thing either pickles aren't my thing it's okay i understand that but a good crisp dill pickle sometimes really is nice or baby dills like those bread and butter don't like it too sweet yeah that's the same as mark he won't eat a sweet pickle but he loves a dill yeah i would have avocado before i would have eggplant huh really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you do you like beets yeah you like beets yeah i like beets okay i cook beets i cook a uh, a thing of beets every week a bunch of beets so i boil like in the morning and then i let them cool and then the skin just peels right off of them and then i chop them and then i put them in the fridge and then i i add those into my salads also they're yummy because then they're not i don't like them like a um, pickled beet. No. That's okay. So wait a minute. Back up. Tell me about the beets. How do you get, you boil them with the skin on and then the yeah. skin comes off? Yeah. The skin just peels right off. That is new information. <laughs> because the thing that I don't like about beets is that you get the the beet juice all over everything, like all over your cutting board, all over your fingers, all over yeah. everything when you have mm -hmm. to chop it. Yeah, but you do get that, but um, like after it's cooked, but I just do it over the sink, like, and and I just have this, the water running, and then I just literally, it just peels right off, and I just put all the, the ends, and then I take my things and put them into a glass container, because I don't use plastic with beets, because then you'll never get it clean. Um, mm. But yeah, and then I just, then I chop them up, and then they're in there, because I, I, I actually really, really love beets a lot. Interesting. Yeah. It's the same because tomatoes will do basically the same thing, right? If you like blanch tomatoes. Yeah, I never have done that before. Yeah, then they'll the skin will just kind of peel off of those two. Yeah, I think yeah, I knew that, although I never have done that. They're mess. It's messier. I just end up I'm not really stuff with them on. I don't care. Not but, really into messy things. Yeah, but beets are beets are easy. Yeah, because you could I could I just leave them boil and then like let them cool and then just peels right off. Yep. Huh. Interesting. I saw on uh, Instagram the a little while ago there was a you know Brian Knopfling, Beanoff. Yeah. He he had a a song that he you know that he made that he was singing away about like about apple pie being a breakfast food. Yeah. But then upon which I don't really understand why he feels that apple pie should be a breakfast food other than maybe it can be and that we should you know yeah. not be you know judgmental about that which is i'm fine with that but in the song he also said that butternut squash soup should be a dessert because it's too sweet to be dinner <laughs> and, that, and that part i really thought was quite funny and i'm not mad at it yeah <laughs> i i would happily have butternut squash soup as a dessert especially if you put some cinnamon on top uh, of course i mean i i love me some butternut squash soup yeah Henny, did you chop your garlic yet? I have not chopped any garlic, but not because I was, you know, rebelling against the garlic chopping, simply yeah. because I haven't made anything that required garlic. Okay. To it. 
But when I went grocery shopping last week, I did purchase a bulb of garlic. Okay. So I have garlic. Mm -hmm. I just haven't used it yet. Chopped it yet. Okay. Or Fair chopped enough. it yet. But I'm prepared to do it. Okay. I just haven't done it. And the other day, okay. I know people are tired of hearing about my arrow garden, but I have to tell you. <laughs> I've been growing lettuce in my arrow garden because that's because yep. I got some lettuce pods for Christmas and I had two different types, two different varieties of lettuce growing. And it was like they were like when they sprout initially, it's like, oh, it's so exciting. Like they sprout and then they start it starts to grow big enough that you're like, oh, I can start to like pluck some leaves off and use some leaves like that was great. So I was like, you know, I, I picked like two leaves off and so I had a had it with some toast and lettuce and tomato and you yeah. know like it was delicious and then you know a couple of days I didn't have any lettuce and then all of a sudden the other day I like looked at my arrow garden and it was like a lettuce explosion <laughs> <laughs> like I don't really know how it went from just like a little bit like oh I can take a leaf here or a leaf there to like these two ginormous heads of lettuce just growing everywhere. And like the one piece had like fallen over because it was so heavy. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, what am I going to do with all this lettuce? It's not actually that much lettuce. No. Like, <laughs> like it looked like a lot of lettuce. And so, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm going to like pluck all these leaves and whatever. Anyway, I ended up making a little like egg salad wrap with some okay. lettuce yep. and then I had like a little miniature salad on the side and that used up all the lettuce <laughs> and yeah. I was like oh <laughs> so it wasn't really that much even though yeah. like a lot but it was so fresh mm. it's so soft fresh. right was it like it's, nice and yeah, soft so soft yeah. and yeah. smells so fragrant mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was really lovely. It just was, when I saw the bounty of lettuce that there was, <laughs> I was a little concerned that there was too much. But then when I actually like took it and brought it over to my kitchen counter, I was yeah. like, oh, I can eat this in, you know, eight bites. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. But, but it was good. It was good. What is the thing that you are most looking forward to eating this week? This week? Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Well, this is a question, actually, yeah. because you typically do, like, the same sorts of things, right? Like, every Friday yep. you have pizza. Usually Sundays or Mondays you have salmon. Like, you know, yep. you usually have the same sorts of things. Mm -hmm. So the question is, do you look forward to one of those meals more than another? Or does the meal that you're most looking forward to change? Yeah, I I mean, Phil, Phil and I both agree. Like, nothing nothing beats Salmon Sunday. Okay. Like, we, the salmon here is so good. And he barbecues it, like, perfectly. So it's really, we, we always really, really enjoy that. And then... That and we always get a piece that leaves me a little bit to have with, on Monday with my my salad. Ojito really, really likes salmon Sunday too because he gets some of the skin that's all nice and crispy and cooked till. So right, right. He right. he knows like he's right over there waiting. So you know, it's, so it's a family affair. It's a family affair. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like pizza. Now, what's happened is that 
I would always cut the pizza into eight. We would each have three slices and a salad, and then there would be two left, and then Phil would have that on Monday for his lunch at work. But the other last, the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking, you know, I'd, I'm kind of really full after having three. Like, I don't really need three. But the one day, then that's what I was thinking. But then as I was cutting it and it looked so darn good, I just put three on my plate. And then, I, of course, I ate them. Right. <laughs> and so, but last week we had, oh, because we went away Friday. We had it Thursday night. And I only had two pieces. Phil says, oh, you're only having two? And I said, yeah, I've been feeling like I'm just over full. And then, you know, not. And it, I felt so good after only having the two. Oh. Like, it did feel better. Because, I mean, honestly, if I want another piece, I'll just go down and get it. Okay. Right? Like, a, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing I could do is cut it into 12, still have three pieces, which would really then only be what? Really a piece, one and a half pieces, right? Mm-hmm. One yeah, and a, you'd, now, need to, you'd need to have four. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then I might think I have four on my plate. Yeah. Phil eats with a fork and a knife, his pizza, because he's just a weirdo that way, of mm-hmm. course, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't, obviously. I just pick it up and eat it like a regular <laughs> person would eat a pizza. Well, I don't. Some people round it, right? Like you fold it in half, the slice. Oh, yeah. No, Does I've Mark seen that. Yes. Does, and but you know what? No, no. It depends. It depends on the pizza. So, okay. so, so Mark would prefer to have a thicker crust. And then he does not do that. But if if the pizza that we're eating has a thinner crust, then he does fold it. Okay. So I so I know because you love pizza. I, I really love like pizza too. Pizza. But I would never buy pizza out because I like the pizza that I make. Ah. But you prefer because I don't. Do we, have you ever even made a pizza? I have made pizza myself, and I like the pizza that I make myself. But I typically prefer to get pizza out. Yeah. But but not because I prefer the taste, mostly just because convenience. I prefer I prefer the convenience of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I do have preferences about like where I would get pizza from. Like there are places yeah. that I like better than others for sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think this week I need to make homemade um like turkey burgers with my like with the homemade buns and everything. I did used what I was doing that quite frequently especially during lockdown here yeah but but now we usually go out for it but I, I need oh, to figure no. that out I need to figure out if I'm going to do that for this weekend or if we're going to go out somewhere and have one yeah I don't know but but I kind of think and then I make sweet potato fries it's nice that is nice yeah yeah I'm thinking either that or chicken fingers mm, I like that too chicken fingers and fries <laughs> I am I, I also like that yeah Anyways, like, you know, so deep many... thoughts, deep, deep thoughts with Henny and Sandy, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can, you, sometimes we do bring you the hard hitting stuff, but if you're just looking for fluff, you're sure to get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thanks for such a fun chat. Yes, you too, my friend. Talk to you later. And everyone who right. is still listening to us, thank you so much for being so supportive. We really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. and we'll catch you next week. Alrighty. Okay, my friend, take care. Bye.